Welcome to Sixes Out Plays D&D. Listen as our heroes explore the Sword Coast in search of answers to the growing devil problem that seems to be infiltrating every major city in the region. Our hero's search brings them to Candlekeep in an effort to speak to the wise sage Silvera Civicus. On a tip that there could be lost paladins of Torm in the nearby Wood of Sharp Teeth, the party investigates the ruins of a monastery of Azuth within the wood only to find a clan of orcs and a clan of dwarves who are known to be mortal enemies now working as allies. On top of that, there seems to be a deadly infestation of undead in the region. In an attempt to gain answers, our heroes infiltrated the mausoleum of Azuth only to be met with overwhelming opposition from both the undead and the unlikely dwarf and orc allies who seem to be acting in a bizarre manner. Will our heroes escape the mausoleum alive, or will they join the ranks of the undead? Gordon goes down as he desperately trying to heal everyone. Uh, uh, that, I think that's what it sounded like what you're trying to do. Um, but, I'm trying to myself a lot. Oh, yes. yeah. Gordon <laughs> uh, uh, goes down unconscious. Uh, that's going to be it for Gordon's uh, turn then. The Orogs are up next, um, leaving one down. Uh, uh, this one's going to move up, and they're going to begin surrounding Diamond Finder. So who's all still up? The orcs and the orcs or the dwarves? Yeah, this guy. Everyone is crit like critically yeah. injured. Everything is hurt really bad. We just have to finish it. I, I think we got it. But yeah, we'll see. All right. After two savage attacks from one orc, diamond finder is looking terribly hurt. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and try and spread this out a little bit. This orc mm -hmm. here is gonna go and try and get after Cobble. Yeah, these guys hit hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't help that I missed all three of my attacks. Both attacks from that Orog miss you, Cobble, as you definitely dodge. Everyone's looking incredibly hurt, uh, including your enemies. Uh, the skeletons are about to burst through the barricade there uh, to to your uh, uh, to your southeast. Um, oops, the Orogs are done. Cobble, you're up next. What do you want to do? I gotta. I was thinking about stabilizing him, but I, we gotta finish something. And if I miss, I yeah, gotta yeah, drop I something. To yeah. All right. So I'm gonna hit three. I'm gonna attack the Orog in front of me three times. There's a crit. Right. Yeah. So the the crit hits. Go ahead. And One and in a crit. Like I'm just rolling all over the place. <laughs> I have I have faith. I think we're gonna come out on top of this one. Barely. All right, so uh, let's see. Cobble, you rolled nine points of damage against this guy. He's looking very hurt now. Okay. I'm just going to stand ground and hold, hold our ground here. Diamond Finder, you know, sort of looks at you and and uh, uh, says, like, we got to stand our ground. I'm holding <laughs> he's, firm. He's looking, he's looking pretty desperate right now yep. and very hurt, but uh, Diamond Finder doesn't run. That's for sure. Heck no. Paladin of Torn. Oh man. Okay, so uh, Diamond Finder is going to cast Divine Smite at second level. It does hit yeah. against the uh, um, the Orog directly in front of him. He's going to go ahead and roll for damage. Oh man. You playing around? And uh, with that Divine Smite, or uh, Diamond Finder gives a. a a bestial roar and strikes down at this Orog here and finishes him with a blinding flash of golden holy light and that uh, uh, this guy goes down for good this Orog right here okay cool very good yeah that, that helped a lot might come out of we just have the one south of us yeah mm -hmm. 
All right, uh, that's going to be it for... Oh, actually, uh, he has multi-attack. That was only one attack. Uh, he's going to go ahead and uh, turn on this Orog right here. And that attack misses. Uh, let's see what happens with the undead. Yeah, that's the big, big question mark on this one. And again, the skeletal forms reaching out, still struggling to break the barricade. It holds strong. Um, uh, we're going back up to the top of the initiative. The dwarf berserker now steps over Corden. Hmm. It's going to move over this way. Let's see. Yeah, that's enough. Yep, right here. Uh, to get after Kabul and uh, strike out against him uh, recklessly. So when he strikes recklessly, he gets to roll with advantage, but everyone gets to roll with advantage against him on their turn. And uh, that's going to hit. And that's going to be five points of damage against you, Kabul, as uh, the Great Axe uh, bites into you, just barely dodging out of the way. Uh, Could have been a lot worse for you, but with your quick dexterity, you're able to react quick enough to get out of there. Uh, that's going to be it for the... The Berserker, MK12, with his javelins, uh, he's going to fire two at that Berserker attacking Kabul. And one javelin hits the Berserker, it, it gets him in the gut, and it stays in there, but he's still uh, just barely holding on, blood coming from his mouth. Very gory scene, but he's still uh, swinging his weapon at you guys. <laughs> he's not going down. Um, uh, that's gonna be MK12's turn. Uh, Corden, uh, go ahead and make your first death saving throw. Uh, and that's your first failure. Um, I think it over 10, right? Yes, you have to roll 10 or higher. So if you get three failures, uh, that's it. But uh, Corden made his first death saving throw. The This Orog is, I'm gonna pull this guy out of the way. He's dead. Uh, this guy right here moves in here and is going to go ahead and attempt to finish diamond finder off totally going to make this you guys have faith uh the the orog moves in it gets in under diamond finder's defense the orog moves in gets in through diamond finder's defense and uh, uh slashes at his midsection diamond finder goes down and uh, falls to the floor. Diamond Finder is down. Um, well, uh, he's, I mean, he's an NPC. He, he dies, <laughs> right? So it's its hard its hard to tell. I mean, you, you um, can use an action to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I have too many things I need to do in one turn. <laughs> all right, so the, that's the Orog. Up next uh, is Kabul. Kabul, what do you want to do? Fuck this. All right, shit. I have to split. I know exactly what to do. I don't have any key points, but I have to split my damage. So hopefully things connect. I'm gonna just hit the berserker, I suppose. I'm gonna do three arm unarmed strike. Ooh. Oh, one of those hits. One of those hits. And that's it. It finishes the berserker as you punch him in the head. He goes down uh, from the javelin puncture from MK12. Uh, that sort of combined with your punches finishes him off, okay. and he's oh, done God. for. Okay. Um. I guess there, there's one left, and I just have to stand my ground against him. But, but he has a great axe, which is unfortunate. So and I, and I and he's within five feet of me, so I can't really move. So. Um, no key points. Uh, that's it for me. All right, that's it for Kabul. Diamond Finder's down. Oh, okay. 
And now, yeah, there's only two left. Me and the robot. Oh, okay, okay uh, just just as you say that, you think to yourself, oh, thank God, there's only two left. The barricade breaks yeah. down, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you see undead begin to flood the room. Fun. One, I might just have to, like, well, it all, timber, all comes down to one orog if he wants to fucking just end the game. <laughs> comes down to one right. I can resolve this. So the, the skeletons get in as far as about as far as they can get in there. MK12 is up. Uh, he's got his last two javelins left. Uh, he's gonna do what he can to, to do some damage on this Orog here. Both javelins miss as a grinding sound from the gears within his arm uh, uh, sort of malfunction and the javelins go off off target and uh, uh, do no damage to the to the Orog. Corden, go ahead and make your second uh, uh, death saving throw. Oh my god. And that's gonna be two failures for you, Corden. Um, alright, let's see. The Orog sort of moves in. Uh, he's gonna step over Diamond Finder. We'll just say Diamond Finder's there on the ground. Sort of step over. And he's going to attack against MK12. And his great axe strikes into MK12, and MK12 goes down. Uh, this is looking like a TPK every moment that it goes on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be the end of the line, boys. I, I don't. I have. I have to. I have to get rid of him. He's within five feet of me, so I can't disengage and get you up at the same time. So this is looking pretty bad. Um. If I disengage, I could just bail, but I think I'm- if- if I go down with- I'm gonna try and do the right thing, but... The- the- the skeletons will get to me in the next turn, and if I attack him, I can't pick you up. You know what I mean? I- I can stabilize you, but you have to literally- (laughs) I'm like trying- like, you can't roll another thing, you know what I mean? So it comes down to your roll, and it comes down to me hitting him in one turn so there's a lot of it's not just like I'm trying to do everything here and it all comes down to the dice right now yep. moment no. of truth I'm not gonna bail uh, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna actually uh, how tall how high is this room is this a very small room or uh, it's, room? it's about 15 feet high 15 feet tall um, I can do one thing. He won't. Uh, he is using a great axe, correct? Yes, correct. It would take an action for me to use a stabilizing kit, correct? Uh, yes, correct. <sighs> yeah, I can't even do that either. If you're, oh, you mean a stabilizing kick, not as an attack, but you're trying to move yourself? Yeah, no, just using a sta- uh, using a, uh, I was using a healer's kit is an action, so I can't do, let's say, if I were to do levitate, to either levitate him out of the way, and then, because it would be 15 feet, he'd be out of range, ah, then I could go healer's kit, but, that, but that's in one turn, I can't do that. So, I actions. would say, is, is the bonus action to levitate him? That's the bonus action, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't believe it is a bonus action because oh. the racial trait of of mingle with the wind is a levitate spell, which I don't okay. think is a bonus action. 
So let me get this straight. You're trying to levitate him as an action, then as a right. bonus action, right? Heal. Use healing, but those are both technically yeah, technical actions. Oh, can't well, yeah, you can't you can't do yeah. two actions. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to do think of. However, yeah, if you were if you were to levitate the the orog, like you don't have to push him. He would he would rise up just from the correct. no correct but that's what i'm saying is it either comes down to levitating him letting i could if i levitate him i could leave but it comes that i wouldn't be able to stabilize him but he could technically stabilize himself if he's not rolling ones or rolling his successes but right. there's skeletons in the room like right. i'm just fucking tied everywhere right now yes, unfortunately it's a difficult scenario uh, you, gotta, you gotta make a choice <laughs> I know this is so shitty. Um, I'm gonna have to just fuck it. We're ever going. Everyone's going down swinging. Like that's just. Uh, uh, before I do that, how injured is the Orog? Or how can I gauge? Like, is he as bad as the, all the other just, ones? Just or at a he... glance. Just at a glance in that moment, he he's looking bloodied. But uh, he does not look as bad as perhaps that berserker looked uh, previously. He still has some fight in him. If let's see, if I look, then he can push off the ceiling and come back down. Oh, I, it's like one move. It's like dumb five D chess that I'm trying to do right now. Um, this is five feet. Can I reach five feet? It's it's technically one tile away. Five feet is one tile. Yeah, the range the range is within five feet. So the range I, is within five would feet. you allow a stabilizing kit within five feet? Yes. You just yes. Why why don't you just yeah. rotate over? I don't understand. Why don't you rotate around this guy? Oh the, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was like doing all the measuring. I'm like don't. if yeah, I'll just say, okay. So within that, I'm gonna use my turn to use the stabilizing kit. So he is zeroed out, or at least that's he's stable. Action. He he's stable yes. currently. He's stable. He's he's not conscious. He's stable. Right. So uh, death saves are done. His death or, saves are like done. That. That's your main action. What's your bonus action? Bonus action, I don't believe I have one because I didn't hit anyone, and I'm just gonna, um, just pray. <laughs> I'm gonna pray. He's a, he's, he's stable and conscious, well, I, I don't know if conscious or whatever, but... So wait, I'm stable now? I have one HP? I think with the healer's kit, I used that yeah, healer's kit on you. I baby. Let's kill this orc after laying on hands myself. Alright, uh, so that's the end of your turn, Cobble. Stabilized him, yeah, that's my turn. Okay, uh... <laughs> this is a good one. I'm having fun. Alright, the, the skeletons fill, flood the room, the undead uh, flood the room as the barricade breaks. And actually, they're just barely able to get in range of Cobble. Naturally. Just one, though, looks like. Could be worse, fingers crossed. Five of them? Dang. Oh. Alright, one of the skeletons gets in range of Kabul and goes ahead and strikes out at him with a short sword. Come on, Kabul. You got this. I got it, I believe. And he rolls a two and misses. Yeah. I'm not afraid of the skeletons, I never was. I'm afraid of this guy. 
that is the fucking uh, Let's see. The dwarf berserker lies in a bloody heap. MK12 lies in pieces. His arm and his leg dismembered and dismantled. Uh, mechanical pieces on the floor. Corden is stable, but unconscious. Uh, uh, the skeletons flooding into the room. The Orog. Uh, for the first time, Cobble, you see uh, a flicker of emotion in the Orog's face, and you see anger and rage, and perhaps what you perceive to be absolute hatred as it looks upon the skeletons that flood the room. The Orog completely disregards you, Cobble, and turns on the horrible skeletons that are now uh, 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 essentially taking over this room, uh, and he and he charges headlong into the undead mass that is now coming towards you guys. These were probably NPCs we are supposed to be working with, and we hit him again. That's probably what happened. They attacked us immediately. Oh, did they? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. No, like, all of this is so shit. Yeah, no, they just went after it. Alright. I'm not gonna attack the Orog if he, if he leaves. Oh no, he's still within five, never mind. Yeah, the he's... Orog strikes out at the skeleton with his great axe and almost clatters it completely in one hit. This first skeleton is barely a holding together. Most of its bones have fallen to the floor. But that's gonna be it for the Orog. Cobble, <laughs> uh, you're up next. What do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna use all of my strength and dexterity to carry Diamond and Gordon out of the room. <laughs> just dragging people okay, like you, this. You're gonna have to make, to get both of them, you're gonna have to make one hell of a strength check. Go ahead and make a strength check for me to drag uh, a plate armored dwarf and a plate armored goliath. Okay, so this this guy's a goliath. He's over seven feet tall. So, uh, go ahead. Uh, let's, let's just do, like, I just want I'll do, I'll do Corden first and just make sure he actually becomes conscious at some time. Maybe, like, I assist him in getting up or something. Yeah, just so what's the kind of the general Like, after I've stabilized him, he, um, it's not a heal, I don't think healer's kit is a heal. It just stabilizes. No, it's not a heal. So yeah. you have to either rest or or get some sort of healing potion right. or a healing. Uh, Let, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm literally I'm dragging Corden. Like that's okay. all, as best as I can do. I know okay. how large Corden is, but I can't carry both. So I'm gonna. You can't carry both. He's over here. He's right next to us. Oh. Like he's right here. Yeah, ish. Uh, okay, okay. But, but as the adventuring party, uh, I will only I will okay. attempt to just have drag Corden out of the okay, room while, while he fights the skeleton. Enter the skeletons. If he attacks them, we'll probably be all. Probably, yeah. But the way skeleton like skeletons sense are just pure evil. They just sense things and they just mindlessly attack things. So they're magically like undead or whatever. So. Alright, so Cobble, I take it you're dragging Corden out, is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, you pick up Corden, stable now, thanks to the healer's kit, and uh, you begin dragging him uh, out, back up the stairs, I guess, out of I the guess mausoleum. Like 15, yeah, 15 okay. feet. Are be you taking him back outside? Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to at least attempt to flee the room while they're not next. Uh, he's five feet. I guess he'll get a swing on me, but I would move. I have 40 feet of movement, so I can do half feet if you allow. That's right. I'm going to cut that in half. You'll get 20 so feet of movement. 20 feet of movement with Corden on me, and he'll get a swing on me. All right, so that, that skeleton misses. Uh, it's pretty damaged by the Orog, uh, and you're able to drag Corden. Actually, uh, you guys make it here. 
This is as far as you get. Now, uh, let's see here. The Orog... Uh, 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 oh, actually, the skeletons are next, right? And so they begin actually swarming. As you're leaving, you can see the skeletons beginning to surround the Orog, um, who, for the first time, you know, experiencing these uh, uh, sort of... You're not really sure what the deal is, um, but they are, uh, for the first time, showed some hint of emotion, this orc, anger and rage at the sight of the undead coming over and uh, breaking through the barricades that have been built around here. And uh, the skeletons swarm, uh, uh, attacking at the Orog. It's, this is a confusing mess. I'm not even going to question any allegiances or alliances or anything. I'm literally just like, oh, I'm trying to stabilize whatever mess this is. Unfortunately, doing... his sister is going to be really pissed if we still don't know where she is. Nah, you're, you're doing, doing <laughs> Alright, the skeleton. Five skeletons swarm this Orog. Actually, only one of them does any real damage to him. <laughs> Three points of damage on the Orog as uh, he begins swinging his great axe at them. Um, the lady's gonna be pissed when we come back and be like, your machine broke, I'm sorry. And uh, it just becomes a big mess. More undead are flooding in uh, the room. It's time to leave. <laughs> and then and hopefully we'll just tell Hannah, like, Hannah, we're, we're leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> um, all right, around. so, and you guys, you guys leave the room. You leave MK12, you leave Diamond Finder down there. Uh, uh, you, you emerge back into the. It's now. Uh, it looks like early evening. It's dusk time. Corden's unconscious. Uh, Cobble, you're bloodied. Hannah actually was uh, watching uh, uh, out by the the abandoned building you guys had left with the Minotaur. Hannah didn't even come down. Um, and you come out bloodied, battered. Corden's uh, unconscious. Hannah's uh, you know playing her loot like, oh god, you know. We're, um, I tell Hannah like we're leaving now. <laughs> we're not staying here. And uh, uh, yeah, you guys leave the mausoleum. All right, so where, where, what are you guys doing? You're now back at on the surface at the uh, uh, the Azuth Monastery in the graveyard with the dugout graves and the and the, and the burnt refuse inside of them at the abandoned uh, building. What do you guys want to do? Um, I suppose if if we go like. We shouldn't be camping near this mausoleum. We should probably go back to our predestined camp before we found the original orcs and just set up camp, I think, um, while we recover. We know and understand that there is another paladin still within the area, but other than that, um, there is just too much evil <laughs> there's a lot of evil we could report back to can keep and say this is way out of control you guys need to send more because we can report back to your um uh to the gauntlet and say this is this is out of control those we were overrun completely you know five basic skeletons deal but oh yeah like i said after 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 we do like a full day's camp or something just to make sure you're okay and yeah, all the things I need, and I need, I need a long so, rest right now. Yeah. So um <laughs> a lot of I'd say it, and we lost the golem too, so we can report back to Candle Keep and say you guys need either more or we come back after the long yeah, rest and long finish the job. Like a full party wipe, I think that's probably the best possible uh because we came real close. Yeah, that was that was a little too scary. 
but yeah, that was almost the end of the line right there. All right, so it's it's starting to get dark. It's it's beginning and into early evening as you guys uh, uh leave the Azuth Monastery and enter back into the the wood of sharp teeth. I mean, well, that's monastery is actually in the middle of the wood, but sort of getting out of that cleared area uh, uh, where the graveyard was and back into the woods. Uh, it's dark now as you're traveling through. Corden uh, still unconscious, Cobble limping along, Hannah helping uh, eventually. Um, Hannah does have cure wounds, I believe. Like off off screen, she would probably ah, yes, use yes. cure wounds. Yep, on Hannah would have that available too. So, yes. all right, cool. So. Yeah, Hannah does cast cure wounds. Corden, you're you're able to get healed enough to become conscious, um, okay. and 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 you all three make your way back without MK12, without Diamond Finder. Uh, you left them down in in the hole. Yeah, um, we gotta go. Uh, you guys make your way back to your camp, which was made at the edge of, of the Wood of Sharp Teeth, and you get there around uh, the middle, it'd be late in the night at this point, uh, maybe 8 or 9 in the evening, perhaps, and uh, you see, yeah, your, your two horses, your mule, uh, Handsome the mule, all there, with your camp still set up. Um, you guys are at camp, you made it, you made it through the woods. <sighs> wow, that was gnarly. Well, we gotta eventually go back down there to see. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, probably in the morning or something, or yeah. after we, no, we go look for Diamond Finder's sister. Maybe in the He's just a robot. We just gotta fix him up a little bit. No, no. Out <laughs> <laughs> if, if if they're dead for hours and you don't have a revivify or a resurrection or a thousand, that they're dead, dead. Like we don't have any of that. I, I think you get that at six, but like I said, I think you need a thousand diamonds on you. Yikes. It's very expensive. Uh, you need, I thought it was one diamond. No. I think, oh, really? For a very I, I think for the paladin spell at level six, I think he needs a thousand diamonds. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll look at that, but you guys don't even have it. doesn't matter. But, no, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that's the point. Yeah. Um, yes, you guys made it back. You're back at camp. What are you guys doing? It's a long, long rest. I need to, I, I need a long rest, big time. <laughs> it was uh, a frightening experience. Uh, made some very tough decisions. All right. Well, uh, it looks like you guys get back to camp. You dig into what supplies you had from uh, the hearth that Cobble bought, and um, uh, you you actually guys you guys just pass out almost immediately you rest you take your long rest and you wake up uh well actually you sleep into the morning uh because you went to bed a little bit later so you sleep into the morning uh, uh the sun comes up and uh, you're all there fully healed uh with everything replenished um still alive still alive so what, what's your guys's plan moving forward well um, I'll ask, uh, I guess I'll ask Corden if he wants to go back in there and attempt to cleanse the monastery and look for the sister, or if you want to... I yeah. mean, me personally, I'm a full skeletons with a warhammer. You kind of have a duty to find, I guess, other... We technically yeah. did find one of the giant, the missing, but this the was tough. there's one more out there somewhere. Um, and we can't go back until we, I guess, at least find the other one alive or dead, I suppose. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon, uh, 
wouldn't allow himself to just go back to town. Okay. He's way too, uh, way too stupid. I'd rather eat my armor admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm flaws, so yeah, I need, I need to get back down there. But that's me personally. Hmm. Um, at camp, I guess while I, while I camp, while we're discussing this, uh, can I search for sling ammo? Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Yeah, you sure enough find uh, uh, three rocks good enough for your sling uh, uh, to fire at, or, or perhaps if you're using your your burst, I think it has a burst. Uh, well, that one that one costs. Uh, I will spend. Uh, well, I have to spend gold to find. Oh yes, that's right. It's ammunition for that specifically. Yes. Right. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. That is uh, the custom sling is right there. So if I search during that investigation, it's one gold craft per and takes 24 hours. So if we rested and we woke up, uh, how how much time are we spending in the camp, uh, Gordon? Because I can spend X amount of gold per per like hour or supplies. Half an yeah, hour. like gold and supplies. So using your crafting supplies, you can take those things that you forged and then with the things that you have the tools mm-hmm. that you have you can uh, uh spend whatever x amount of gold I'll, to. Well, I'll spend 10 gold how i guess how much uh custom sling would that make a shotgun so you, sling you found three you found three uh uh basically mm-hmm. charges you found three charges so let's say you found three rocks good enough to to craft with um to make the ammunition so you can make three shots uh using i think it's one gold piece yeah. Per, per shot so you can spend three gold pieces in supplies to make three shots okay. uh, for your for your all right shot. i'll do that i'll have the three all right so i did three so now i have four okay Shotguns while spending one gold. okay all right so now that like... would take you you probably spent an extra two hours at this point you've been 10 hours at the camp now right. uh, it's getting into late morning okay if you made it this far thanks for listening If you enjoyed this content, be sure to click like and subscribe and follow. You can also support Sixes Out Entertainment at our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Sixes Out Crits. There you can find all kinds of gaming content for free available to everyone. Be sure to follow Sixes Out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok at Sixes Out Crits. If you're a creator of indie game content, Sixes Out would love to talk about it. If you have a Kickstarter, new game module, or newly painted game pieces, Sixes Out is here to help you get the word out. Feel free to DM or private message or email at sixesoutinfo at gmail.com. I am incredibly passionate about sharing resources with fellow indie game creators, and nothing is more satisfying than using my voice to help others' ambitions grow. No strings attached, no fees, no tricks. I just want to help people and build a solid foundation of base content for myself. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.